Hello, loves. And of course, it took me like, what, two months, a little over two months to make another episode. I am terrible. Like, good thing nobody like, I don't even know if people like really listen to my podcast or not. But if they do, I'm so sorry. Like, I really am. But here we are with Dating in this Generation Part 2. And I actually looked at the last episode I did make and it was Dating in this Generation. So I was like, why not make a part two um, to it? Um, I didn't really full, I didn't really listen to the whole thing because like whatever, I don't even remember how long the, the episode was, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, I just want to, um, say something about kind of like dating in this generation. I have a lot more to talk about now since I literally just dated somebody like for a month. Um, and that went to fucking shit and you know, I just kind of. <laughs> Gained a little bit more experience within that little month and like, you know, now I know things to watch out for even more. I learned some lessons and some lessons I've really, 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 really been learned. They really have been learned this time. So uh, one of my points that I want to touch down on um, in this episode is pure intentions just don't exist anymore. I am very, um, I'm very like sure that like pure intentions is just doesn't exist with people anymore um people love to you know come in your life whether it's a man or a woman they love to come in your life and they love to use you and so that's what i mean that's what i mean by like pure intentions like people will come into your life usually for whatever they need to use you for and then whenever they get to what they want they automatically drop you and they don't need you anymore all of a sudden and you're wondering why this energy just kind of shifted and it's because they don't need you anymore they, you serve their purpose. Like, they're just like, I don't need you anymore. And then if they might think like, hmm, maybe I might need you like later. So they try to like half ass, you know, talk to you or try to keep you around if you're dating this person. Um, and excuse my cat. She clearly wants attention. I gave her attention earlier, but she, now she's just doing the most. But anyways, <laughs> um, yeah. So I have discovered that people really would just use you for their benefit. And then when they don't need you anymore um, they are done. And a lot of ways you can kind of tell somebody's using you is if they never, you know, do anything for you. If they don't do anything positive for you ever, like it don't even got to be like buying food for you. Like it could be other stuff. Like if they're not even trying to like give you money or, you know, you don't even have to ask for money. Like if they just don't even do it willingly, they're probably using you. And if they're always asking you for money, they're probably using you. Like anybody like, you know, there's people that um go through rough patches and, you know, they might need the help and stuff. But you could tell who's peer and who's like, I'm trying to get my life together. So like whenever I get my life together, you're going to win with me. You know, you can kind of tell when people are using and when they're not. And so I was dating this guy and recently, very recently. And, um, you know, I was helping him out and stuff because I actually cared about him. I had love for him and I genuinely just like, you know wanted to be there for him, wanted to be the best woman I could for him. I wanted to be, like, I was basically his number one cheerleader. Like, where I was told him, I'm pro you. Whatever you decide to do with your life, I'm going to, you know, be there every step of the way. I would, like, be there the best way I can because, you know, I'm not the richest person ever. You know, I have my own job and stuff. I'm trying to start my own business and stuff like that. But, like, whenever I have it, I tend to get the shirt off my back for somebody I really care for. And people like me get taken advantage of a lot because, um, I'm very empathetic as well. And neurosis is love to 
I'm probably not saying that word right. I really don't care. But you know, you know what I'm talking about. That's all that matters. Um, neurotics love empathetic people because they need someone to leech onto you to manipulate. And empathetic people, because like empathetic people are very attractive to neuroticists and that shit is very apparent. I've learned that, and it's just, it's kind of sad at the you know it sucks that neuros like neuroticistic people it's like a personality disorder, and it's sad that it is because like why do you have to be that way? And a lot of neuroticists they don't even know like why they think the way they think. They just think that their way it's their way or the highway. You know what I mean? And so with this guy, I just kind of like. At first, I didn't think nothing of it because, like, I am a sweetheart and I am one of those people that, like, I'm really a good, like, genuine person. I don't even have to prove that. It Like, my action speaks for itself. I'm very genuine. And so I had his best interest at heart, right? And, you know, um, he went off to out of town to do stuff or whatever. Like, I was aware of what he was going to do. But I'm the type, like, I need some type of good morning text, good night text. And that's kind of it with me. Like, I just need to know you're okay for one. Two, if you're not stepping out, obviously, you know, that's a, that's a concern with anybody in any type of relationship. We just need to know, like, you're doing other, like, you're taking care of your business. But, like, you know you have, you know, a girlfriend or a boyfriend back home. And a lot of people forget that they have a boyfriend or a girlfriend back home. And they step out. And so that's why I'm like, these non, like, these pure intentions that just don't exist anymore it's just like who taught you guys how to treat men and how to treat women whoever taught you they didn't do a good job and if you think that it's okay to step out on your partner or you know use somebody and give them a title because you're just like oh i'm gonna do this so i can get what i want because i'm down and out right now and i know you're gonna help me because you're a sweet person i can tell you're sweet and i'm gonna use that to my advantage and that's just not okay and but people like that that use people, um, they'll get what's coming to them. Like, that's why I don't really bug too much about it. I'm like, you know, it's a lesson learned. You just don't give money to people. Um, even if they ask to borrow it, you know, whatever, whatever it, it is what it is. Like I, the only person that I like really borrow money is like maybe one friend and that is it. Like, I just don't do it often because people are just not peer. Like I'm a very peer person. You know, if I ever, I never borrow money from anybody anyway, but if I did, I'll give it back. Like, it's not a, I'm going to just use it and then be like, I don't need you anymore. You know what I mean? But I don't know. Uh, my second point is the fake individuals. There's so many fake individuals nowadays. Um, People tend to have a mask on when they first, you know, if they want you for something. It don't even have to be for a relationship or, what, or for sex or whatever. If they want you and they're not, you know, genuine and they're like a manipulator or narcissist, they're going to be fake and it's not going to take them long to show who like who they really are you know because people that are fake they cannot keep a mask on for that long it might take about eight days it could take eight days it could take five days it, it doesn't matter like in this instance he took about eight days as soon as he left i just noticed changes i was like here we go like i hate being right about people and it's just like can i not be right for once and like it's really bad whenever your parents call it out as well and it's just like I feel like she's about to go in heat again anyways my cat is a, a she I found out and it's really you know taking a toll on my mind <laughs> I'm just kidding but anyway so yeah like with people that are just super fake super fake at the beginning and that's who that's the person you fall in love with like that's a manipulator whenever they know 
That's why you don't tell people what you look for in a man and a woman because they will pretend to be that perfect version that you are looking for. That way they can get in, get their, you know, their stuff done and then they can leave. Like people that pretend like they have good intentions, those are the, usually the ones that don't have good intentions. You know what I mean? And you can kind of tell, um, in my instance, I decided to, you know, brush off the red flags that I was receiving um, whenever that person was around me and they were staying with me for a little bit, and that was a big red flag that they even wanted to be up under me that long, um, without even contributing to anything, um, or even tried to, and they never initiated red flag, by the way. Um, yeah, but there's just people that'll have a mask on and they'll do whatever they got to do to get what they need out of you. And then once they, they're, they're done, they're, they're done. Like, you know that they're done. And they just suddenly don't care about the relationship out of nowhere. They never, for one, either they want to never cared about you. If you really want to think, like, sometimes I'm a rational thinker and I really try to understand things. But if you have a little bit to know communication, and I have high anxiety as well. So, like, my overthinking is going to come up with an answer by by itself. Like, I'm going to come up with an answer by myself if you're not going to communicate. You can't get mad because you're not communicating with me. You know, I'm supposed to be your partner. You're not communicating with me. And you're way over there in Egypt. Like, what do you want me to do? And so whenever there's a lack of, um, just like communication with stuff like that, obviously you're going to, you're going to think something, (laughs) you're going to think something else. And it's just like, now you just woke up and all of a sudden you don't care about my, you don't care about me anymore. You don't care about the relationship anymore. So like everything I did up to this point and all the time we spent getting to know each other, sleeping on the phone, like stuff like that. Like, why would you waste your time doing any of that stuff? If you never have pure intentions, if you never saw anything long term if you never really felt the real connection what is the point like people will do anything to get to where they want in life like there's no like I don't respect that type of hustle that's not a hustle that's just you being a miserable ass bitch at the at the end of the day like you're just miserable like why you gotta do all that like you really are a loser if you have to lose use somebody else to get to where you want to be in life and then you just act like you don't know them after you get it that it's it's fucked up like it really is it's fucked up and I just don't, I'm not, I can't get jiggy with the fake individuals, man. I just can't, I can't get jiggy with it. It's just something I can't do. I can't do it. I don't know why people think it's okay to be fake. Like if you don't have pure intentions, leave the people that are, you know, are very pure and deserve the world alone. Like if you're that miserable, just leave them alone. I don't, I don't understand the psychology for people that manipulate and that are narcissists. Like I'm still learning about narcissism. Um, I've been trying to Google like the psychology and stuff, um, about it. Cause I really wanted to understand. And so I can avoid people like that. Cause I don't have time for neuroses in my life. Like neuroses, they date in reverse. I've learned with the psychology of it. They date in reverse. So that's what I'm saying. They're fake at the beginning. They do whatever, you know, it takes to get you. And then once they get you, they start fucking up. And I see a lot of TikToks about that too. They're like, why do y'all get the woman that you want? that you probably never deserved, you get her, and then you fumble so hard because they're neurosis probably. They're dating backwards. So they get the woman, and once they get her, it's like, or even, even like, women could be narcissists too. Like, even if they get the man, they, they fumble super hard. And it's just like, what was the point? And you can't understand because you're not neurosis. You don't understand the psychology of it. So, so yeah, I've been doing studies on that and yeah just fake people it like I've always hated fake people anyways I've always stayed away from them away from them and you know 
this one stung only because like I really got emotionally deep emotionally involved and I got chemically um, bonded to this person and soul ties are a thing in the relationship as well any type of relationship even in your situationships soul ties are a thing I might make a whole episode over to soul ties because I do a lot of research on like a lot of stuff because I like to understand things before I try to like you know place a lot of judgment on it or if I want or if I um try to give my opinion about it so I like to do a lot of research but um another thing like why dating in this generation just doesn't work um there's too much pride going on you got there's too much there's really just too much pride going on you got people that literally are too prideful they don't want to ever admit when they're wrong they don't want to admit whenever you caught them red-handed and you know that they really should be coming clean and just be honest with you like I don't know I've dated even with this last person like there's a couple there's times I, I'll give him a little bit of credit there was a couple times where he did push away his pride because he actually I don't know if he really wanted me or he was just like I'm still trying to use you so I'm trying to like apologize so I can get to you see how my mind works like it's just because like I have trust issues like I know what my issues are um but I can identify all of my issues like I can literally tell you literally all of my stuff if I wanted to but that's not what this episode is about so um like there's a couple times he did apologize, you know, but I don't know. I have an issue with saying I'll apologize. I apologize or my apologies. It just kind of rubs me the wrong way. I know they're like more formal ways of saying I'm sorry, but I'd rather you say I'm sorry for this, 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 this. I'd rather hear that than like, oh, I apologize. Like you're basically saying I apologize for this, like for this inconvenience. <laughs> like, come on now. You know what I mean? Like you could tell when somebody's being legit about their apology and when they're really just being a bullshitter. Um, that's what I'm saying. There's just too much pride nowadays. People really would rather, they'd rather argue and stone off than fix the relationship. And me, I'm more of a, I'd rather sit and wait until both parties have calmed down and then try to talk about it. Because if you got two hotheads trying to go at it in a relationship, it's not going to work. Like then there's going to be things that are going to be said that it shouldn't have been said and you can't unsay it. And then there you go. You hurt that person. They might not be able to get over it. And then boom, a good relationship, like a relationship that could have been very great. And I could have got married in the future. It, it literally it's gone because this, you just had so much pride going on. You couldn't shut up and let that person walk away for two seconds to collect their thoughts and then come back. Like I can let somebody walk away, but it's just like, if I'm trying to express my concerns to you, express my feelings towards you, and you shut it down, that's a red flag. It's a red flag for either a man or a woman. Like, if somebody's trying to express to you how, you know, they feel about a particular situation and how your behavior is upsetting them or it's just, like, bothering them, and you just shut it down, and you act like you don't care, act like you're too busy to acknowledge your partner's feelings and like what you're doing is affecting them. They don't care about you for real. You got too many people that are in the relationship just to say they're in a relationship or they're using you to get what they want, to get whatever they want. Because it doesn't always have to be about sex. It could be about financial. Like somebody's like, I'm down and out and I don't feel like getting a job. I want to be a bum and mooch off of somebody. And so you got to watch out for people that know how to make money without having a job <laughs> because they could be the, great, the greatest manipulators because if you could finesse your way up to the top without actually ever ever getting into a job I'm gonna worry about you a little bit I'm not saying you have to have a job to get to where you want to be in life I'm just saying like there's certain people that manipulate and they know how to finesse people 
and they know how to use people and then they want to turn around and act like they're a good person and they're not. So that's what I'm saying. There's too many manipulators and neurosis in this generation nowadays that nothing is going to work. Too much pride with people. It's never going to work. And so I'm not really that prideful. I can always admit whenever I'm wrong, but like I'm never wrong for feeling how I'm feeling. Like if I'm trying to explain to you, like this is why I feel this way. This is why I've been acting this way. And I'm trying to tell you, you're not trying to hear it. Like, how do you expect us to fix it if you're not trying to hear it? Like, if you're really not trying to hear it, you don't care about that person like you say. You don't love that person like you say. Because you don't talk to people like that. Like, my thing is, my thing is, this is just my mindset about it. This is why I don't really take disrespect from the male species. I have a whole organ that brings souls into this world. And you really think I'm going to let you sit there and disrespect me and you raising your tone at me? Oh, you got life mixed up. You came from a woman. You should be respecting a woman. As easy as you got up in this world, you can easily be gone. Just like that. You can easily be gone. But men, there's there's a lot of fuckery going on and a lot of pride going on. People just think they're right about everything. And they don't want to see like the why you're you're acting a certain way and why you're giving this energy. It's because, like, <laughs> you're acting ignorant. That's why I'm upset. You're not, you're being very inconsiderate of my feelings. Like, you're pushing my feelings to a side. And that's somebody, that's a big red flag. Like, you should never push away your partner's feelings towards something. I would never make my partner feel like they can't come and talk to me about something. If the, your partner is struggling to tell you stuff, Either you're going through a not like an abuse, mental abuse, or you just have trouble speaking up because you're timid. Like I used to be like that. I used to be very timid. And it was just some things that, you know, are they're better left like unsaid. Because if you're not really an argumentative person, like I hate arguing. Um, but like with the relationship, you might have to kind of, you know, go have a little disagreement so you guys could come like tone together come together and have some type of middle ground. Um but nope, people in this generation, they, they can't, you know, wrap their head around doing, you know, what needs to be done in a relationship. People are way too quick to give up on a relationship nowadays. The only reason if you find me kind of giving up is because I see toxic traits in you that I don't want to fix. You know, <laughs> like if I see that you have like neurosis, like uh, neurosistic ways, like you have some narcissist. Fuck, it's so hard to say that word. Um, traits. I usually back off and I'm like, mm, we might just be done. Because I dealt with that in the previous relationship as well. Like when I was dating this other guy like a year ago. Um, he was very much a neurosis. Like he tried to manipulate so much and would get mad if I didn't give him the reaction that he thought I should be giving him. And I was just like, you are so sad. And I was sometimes I would just sit there and I would just laugh about it. Because it was just like, you are so miserable. Like. And, you know, the lesson from him was to, I got introduced to narcissistic behavior for the first time with that guy. That was the lesson. That was the reason why we crossed paths. That was the reason why we got into a relationship was for me to get introduced to something like that. That way I can like, you know, watch out for that. Um, I could watch out for that, but it's kind of hard to watch out for it if somebody's pretending and they're really good at pretending. But I am, that's what something I had to learn. That's what this last relationship I just got out of um, taught me. I had to really look for more signs for it. And I have to, you know, realize people really aren't who they say they are. And 
it hurt with this guy. I was like, you could be such a beautiful soul inside and like, you know, be a beautiful person inside and out if you did not act that way. If you weren't so short tempered and when somebody's onto you, like if you were really pure, you would be such a beautiful person. Like I had so high hopes for that person. I was so sure about them. Like they met my fam- like my family. And another red flag, I never met none of his family. He didn't care. Like, I asked him when I was going to meet, you know, some of his family or whatever. He's like, I don't know. Like, he was just like, I don't care if you want to meet him. I was like, you don't care. Red flag, he's not the one. Let him go, ladies. Because any man that's proud to have you, he's not going to sit there and hide you. Like, I get to a certain degree, social media can and cannot ruin a relationship. I only think that really goes with the, the two people. Like you can't, like nobody can mess up the relationship unless you allow people to mess up the relationship. You know what I mean? Like people love to keep it private, but not secret, you know, or like I, my life is private, blah, blah. No, you're keeping it a secret. You're keeping the relationship a secret. Me, I'm private as hell. Like I posted him one time. It was one done. I didn't post him ever again. It was just like, it was an acknowledgement thing. And it was like, this is who I'm rocking with. This is who I'm proud to be with. I wasn't, you know, embarrassed about him or nothing. I posted one picture on the 4th of July. I never spent the 4th of July with anybody. And I could say that was one of the best days of my life. And he made me really, really, really think that we could have, you know, done something. We could have really been some, like a good couple. And it just like, I don't even get emotional about it or nothing now. I think I'm kind of done. I'm kind of a little numb to it. Because it's just like I'm accepting the fact that like, you know, I made a mistake. Um, trusting somebody and you know I kind of should have known better I know I'm not supposed to blame myself but this is how much I've been through I've been through a lot of mental you know abuse and a lot of guys have never had pure intentions with me maybe only one but I wasn't his person I knew I wasn't so I let him go simple um healthy breakup he's married now congrats to him um if he ever listens to this (laughs) but he knows we're pretty cool um well yeah like that was like one of the, if somebody ever was like, what was the one of the best days of your life? The 4th of July, 2021. Um, <laughs> I, um, yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to do it anyway. So yeah, I just like, you know how you just wish you can go back to, um, just those days. You can wish you could just go back to like a day where somebody made you feel like the most beautiful person alive or the luckiest person alive. And you just were so happy. July 4th, 2021 was one of those days. I felt so happy and proud to be with that man. I really did. And. Oh, well, you know, you live and you learn. Um, I never lose. I always win. That's how I think about whenever somebody is ignorant and they lose me. You know what I mean? And you are doing way too much on this computer. Move, please. Um, anyways, my cat is like literally all rubbing up against everything. She's about to go in heat again. I can hear it. <laughs> um, and she's annoying me right now. But my last point, this is probably the longest um, episode that I've done. That's crazy. But I have a lot to talk about nowadays. Like, it's just like there's a lot on my mind now. And I just want to get it out. And I feel like a podcast is more healthy than posting on social media and being ignorant about it. So I'm just not the social media type. I'm not the take a picture of a black screen to type a whole essay. Like, who does that? Anyways, um, no shade to anybody. But if that's your coping mechanism, then you might want to find a different one because it's looked at it's, uh, childish, by the way, by actual adults. Um, my last thing 
and why generation like generations <laughs> i can't talk on um, the last thing uh dating in this generation i really think there's too many people with past traumas that aren't fully healed um from it and there's just a lot of people that need to go seek therapy at this point like there's so many people that blame you know past traumatic like experiences like they're so traumatized like they can't treat the person that they're with right so people that have been traumatized before they self-sabotage a relationship wholeheartedly um i've been through some stuff and whatever but i found myself self-sabotaging um at first when i first got with uh, my ex my, my recent ex and i immediately stopped it because i was like you know what give him an actual fair chance not everybody is the same i went into it with an open mind you know you know whenever you keep going to stuff with open minds and you just keep getting like shut and shut down and it's just not working well and you just like after a while you just kind of give up it's just like you want to have that mentality that everybody's not the same not every woman is gonna cheat and not every woman's crazy or whatever and not every man is crazy and is gonna cheat and disrespect you and I really went into it thinking that but I just really missed the person that he pretended to be <laughs> at the beginning like I, I don't know where that person went I was never him I guess um but or either that or his attention shifted to some other woman. I mean, at that point, it's just like, well, she's not going to be me. So, all right. My thing is, I don't get insecure about other women. It's just like, my thing is, if there's another woman in the picture, let me go. I'm not, I'm not competing with nothing. There ain't no competition because I have no desire to be her and she'll never be me. Like, I have no desire to be her. So... It's never no competition, no disrespect to anybody. Like, she could be prettier than me all she wants, but she's not going to be me. Um, I have a very unique personality. I'm very much aware that I'm a one of a kind, and can't nobody tell me different. That's why everybody I have crossed paths with, um, that a lot of people respect me just because they are like, you carry yourself so well, and you hold your, like, I wear my heart on my sleeve. I really do. I'm a very, very genuine person. And... If I cut people off, it's no beef, you know, usually majority of the time, like 98% of the time, it's no beef. I cut you off. It's just, you're not, you're not where I'm at and I don't have time for, you know, to have you in my life like that. It's not, not, not personal, but yeah, it's just, <clears throat> um, like people just can't have in your life like that. It's just, you got to cut them off and people that have traumatic experiences and they don't know how to heal from it and it's like traumatic experiences could carry on for years and people will never even try to nip it in the bud and that's what's going on with this generation like everybody has so many you know traumatic experiences it's either that depression anxiety it's such like so much self-sabotaging that it's just like can't nobody there's like it's so pointless dating in this generation and when you do get in a healthy relationship or you get with somebody that is healthy for you, you run them off because you don't know how to deal with that type of love, you know? And I tend to run men off because I give actual genuine love. I do not treat my partners like shit. I know how to treat a man and I expect a man to know how to treat a woman. You know, me, I am a queen. Like I should be treated as such. And, you know, Pay attention to people that say that you deserve better than them. Either one, they're insecure. Two, they're warning you that they're not going to be shit in a relationship later. They're trying to, like, save you the heartbreak and they kind of want to break up. <laughs> like, they're kind of, they're probably kind of, like, trying to, like, look, I'm probably not going to be worth a damn here in 2.5 seconds with the way my mind is set up right now and the way life is going. Um, 
I'm probably not gonna be worth a damn. So I think you should do a little bit better than me. I don't think I can give you what you want. And that, if you're going to say something like that, go ahead and break with the person. Don't keep stringing them along, you know. And the thing is, if I see potential in you, I would literally, if somebody tells you that, I'm like, dude, and just be better. Like, why you got to, like, I don't know. And I do carry myself as I do deserve a luxurious life. You know, I know I deserve, you know, to be happy and financially free. I know all of that. Can nobody tell me that I don't deserve it? But at the end of the day, it's just like if you have so much past trauma and you just don't know how to deal with it, go see a therapist. Like, I'm not about to be your therapist because you're going to run me into the ground. And some people end up losing themselves trying to fix other people. And I'm not going to do that. I just I don't have the energy. I have my own depression and high functioning anxiety going on. I can't keep up with two other people. Like, so if you got stuff going on in your life, too. And if I try to push my mental issues out the way to help you out and you try to disrespect me, oh, yeah, you don't deserve nobody good. You don't. Okay, let me take that back. It's not that you don't deserve anybody, but you just don't. Like, at that time, you know, you don't deserve anybody. You just need to be to yourself. Like, if you need to go heal and do stuff, and that's what I think needs to happen between my uh, recent ex and I. We just need to... It's probably right person, wrong time. Some people, that people, some people are conflicted with that, you know, term, but right person, wrong time is a thing for me. I believe it. I don't care who doesn't believe it, but, um, I personally believe it because you can meet somebody at the wrong time. You really can. Like, and I probably met him cause like he had a major setback whenever I met him, he was already going battling demons and stuff before I even met him. And so I really do think he could be a beautiful person still, even with, you know, how he's been treating me or how he has treated me and still is treating me, whatever. Um, I really do think he can be a very beautiful person. I feel like he could be the, like the best man (laughs) that he can be. I really, I really, really think that my ex is beautiful. I really do. I really think that he's a good person. He just has issues. You know, like a normal person, like I really, but I'm, then again, I am talking out of a love perspective right now. Um, I'm not being biased. Like, you know, that, like the, he has hurt me a lot, but I could still sit here and say, I see potential in him. I see the good in him, but that's what a lot of women fall for is the potential. But not only do I see potential in him, I do see he could be better. You know, I, I see that he could be positive working towards to be better. He just doesn't know how to handle the relationship and do better at this or try to, you know, be better at the same time. Um, And it's also how you word things with people. If you're just telling somebody, oh, I'm too busy right now. I don't have time for this. Like you need to just be single then. Like I will let you go. You do you, you know, I do love you. And, you know, I just I hope you find the help that you need or you get to where you want to be in life. You know, and maybe it's not the right time for us to be together. You know, maybe we met too early in our journey. You know what I mean? So, and that's the thing. You never know. You might get with, back with the person a year or two later. It might take up to three years later. It, de- it depends on both the people. And a lot of people in this generation, generation, they don't realize that. They just, everybody wants to be toxic and negative. And people love to, you know, 
portray that they're somebody when they're really not. And there's some people that you can kind of tell that are battling stuff and then they're pretending to be an ass just because they want to push you away. Because you're like, you're getting, okay, you're getting too close now. <laughs> I'm about to push you away because you're getting too close. But I really feel like I did tap into his mind a lot further than he probably anticipated. And he was just probably like, Ugh. but I don't know. So, um, I probably won't ever see him for another, like, some weeks because I do have some of his stuff. So, uh, like, then, like, if we talk about it, we talk about it. If we end up getting back together, we can end up getting back together. If we can come to some middle ground, and that's fine. Um, that's fine. If not, if, like, you know, I do wish him the best to, you know, future, like, give luck to your future endeavors. Like, if you find somebody after me that is treating you good and you decide that you she's more worth it and she's worth treating good and you are on an all-time high you got your life together and you just you're finally ready to treat somebody right then that's cool but that's why like dating this generation just it's not going to work because people don't see things the way i just kind of told you guys like nobody sees it as you know um i need to heal or I need to do this properly in order to be in a relationship. People want to jump into relationships to forget the next per the last person, and that's just not how it works. If you're gonna be hasty and jump into relationships, and that's not gonna work. Like a lot of people just don't know how to be in relationships nowadays, and they don't know how to work it out. They don't know how to express how they feel. They don't know how to be empathetic, um, and they don't know how to be mature about stuff. And it's it's always let's be negative, let's lash out, let's argue. It's fire like constantly. And it's just like whenever you're arguing with somebody constantly, that's a sign that you're either about to break up or it's a sign that the person really doesn't want to be in relationship with, relationship with you. And they're trying to break up, you know, find a way out of the relationship because they're a coward. And they can't tell you that they don't want a relationship anymore. So they'd rather break up and be like, oh, we argued about we had a big argument. We broke up. You know how easy it just it's easy for a man to say that. It's easy for a woman to say that. Like, oh, we had an argument. We broke up so they don't look like the bad person. They don't look like the bad guy. So you got to be mindful of that stuff, too. People love to argue for no reason. And then, boom, you broke up over some BS. You know what I mean? So it's just, it kind of goes hand in hand. Um, I feel like this generation could be a healthier generation. But a lot of people are just choosing to be toxic because they think it's cute. And it it has become trendy for some odd reason. I don't understand why you want to be toxic and drain your own energy. And, you know, I don't get it. But like I said, I don't know if he ever ends up hearing this or, or if I ever tell him about my podcast, you know, like, honestly, dude, I do love you and I really still wish the best for you. I don't wish nothing ill of you at all. I know you can be a beautiful person. I know you have the potential in you. I probably just, I'm not probably just not the person for you and I'm probably not worth it to you, which is fine. I don't have any hate towards you before that. It's just, I hope you learn not to do what you did to the next but with that being said, guys, um, thank you for listening to this. This was a long recording. Oh, my God. It's like 34, 34, 50, 51, 52, 53. Anyways, I'm being annoying. But anyways, thank you guys for listening to me rant. Um, hopefully, I helped somebody out there. And hopefully, you know, somebody is just like, oh, I can relate. You know, this is what I went through, too, with somebody recently or whatever. Uh but yeah, stop getting into relationships if you're not fully healed, man. Stop being toxic. Learn how to work it out with your partner. Um, yeah, I mean, everything would be great if people would just come to a middle ground and uh, be mature and see people's point of view besides their own. <laughs> but 
Yes. But I'm going to have to cut this short because somebody's mowing the lawn and you're not going to be able to hear me. So without further ado, I love you guys and I'll take care.